alive from home. He came home. It's just a pit of despair, self-loathing, bitter acceptance, and a lot of racism. Oh, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Raise your voice. Are, are those the extended lyrics of that song? Because that's not how I, I, I remember it. Neither do it, I. It's, was, it's was the very rare fourth verse. Yes. Wow. Yeah, there was a there was an emo remix like back in like the, the 2010, 2012, no, 2008, you know, something in that kind of range when England were really shit. Gotcha. And you know, it's all ooh, golden generation and Wayne Rooney and everything. Yeah, you're shit. Came out about right about that time. It's uh wow. You know, it's it's not much of a, a crowd pleaser, but no, you know, for, for, I yeah, I don't want to sing that hmm. at the pub at all, really. So no, no. but yeah. yeah. All right. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that has entered you all in a draw for our hearts. Spoiler, you all won. <laughs> On this week's show, we talk about Canada at the Gold Cup, uh, the Wibble and Campiel schedule news. Yes, there's a schedule. Union update. Guess what? There still isn't an official recognized union. Talk some world footy. Uh, that doesn't sound like an update, Kristen. There will be. We have updates to share. We do, I swear. Um, a goodly amount of TFC talk and more. Now to this week's panel. Looking forward to not standing in the rain on Sunday. It's Duncan Fletcher. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I will continue enjoying games from my couch for now. Um, yeah, as for that whole contest for our hearts thing, uh, Patreon subscribers win first. <laughs> He's right. I forgot that very mm. special part. They get um, two hearts each. They do. Uh, already preparing for Hamilton's kickoff in August. Welcome to Mark Hinckley. Mm. You know what I like about a good socially distant stadium is when you only get about 7,000 people a game for a 25,000 seat stadium. It's going to be limited Everyone gets to the, their own row. Yeah, pretty much. It's going to be limited to the first hundred percent of fans. So it's <laughs> it's great. I'm not. I I'm I'm okay with it. I I mean, I'm sure there's there's some that are going like, man, it's too bad we couldn't get that to fifty percent capacity. It's like, yeah, that's three extra tickets you might have sold because we're all going anyway. Like, anyway, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. super stoked. I cannot wait and. To, Oh, and the nice part is, too, is I believe the first away game when that all starts is against uh, York that weekend. Mm, so social yes. distancing, distancing, I suspect, is going to be the same as it ever was. So pick a stand and it's yours. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> we will, right, uh, we'll just, we'll, yeah, we'll discuss that in a bit. But, yes, I think that will be uh, – everyone bring your own trumpet. There we go. Um, still morning Sunday's loss. Tony isn't with us this week. He's very sad. So sensitive. It really is. It was, it was, it was, I know, I know, I know. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he manages to come out of his funk. I don't know, man. He took it very personally. I don't know why. Um, You know, give it, uh, you know, a couple of years or what have you. And uh, by the time the next one comes around, he'll essentially be a Portugal fan. Given the new coach, Spurs is going to be full of Portuguese players and uh, can follow Portugal. And that's bound to be happier. Sounds awful. Why, what, Duncan? That's just mean. That's, that's funny. That's not funny at all. Stop it. 
love it. Um, anyway, as no, for me, no, no to Tottenham. Uh, oh, Duncan, Duncan, <laughs> you stop that. We're friends. You knock that off. Well, wait a minute. If they're if 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 they're all going to if all the if Spurs are going to be full of Portuguese players, then what becomes of Wolves? <laughs> See. Anyway, See? <laughs> as for me. See? I'm just happy that watching games in person is going to be a thing again. Whether or not I'm there, I'm happy for anyone who will be there. Uh, I am your host, Chris Knowles, and now to this week's show. Two shirts for the price of one. Off the back of a lorry downtown. No one I got Jimmy Choo by the time. Fell off the back of a lorry downtown. No one. First up, as always, it is CanCon time, and we're going to lead things off with the Gold Cup and Canada. So the Caymans national team had their first Gold Cup match uh, against the powerhouse that is Martinique. Um, mm. And I say that derisively, except, you know, Martinique scored first. The first goal mm-hmm. Canada has allowed in five months, seven months, a lot. Um, yes. It's been quite some time since they have not kept the clean sheet. And, uh, you know, they got scored on first. It was early, um, so it was not it was not the brightest of starts, but they did turn it around and managed to come away with a fairly decisive four one win. Um, I liked I sort of liked that John Herdman said after the match that it was good that they got scored on because they sometimes get too complacent, and I was like. That's incredibly self-aware. And <laughs> man, I hope that's the reason. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, if that's the reason, then holy shit, we need to let goals in fast. <laughs> but you know, when, when we talk about you know struggling against lower teams and sometimes not necessarily raising their game to you know, being a kind of, you know, almost dismissive of a lower ranked opponent or a lesser light and then we, having that we fight just beat Bermuda or the Cayman Islands or whoever, like 11 now. Oh, I know that. But I'm saying sometimes, not always. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, they've had an easy time of it, right? You know, like they, 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 again, all these clean sheets, it's been fairly easy going, you know, the group's yes. coming together well, so... Herman's disgusted we didn't get to 20 in that game. <laughs> just fucking took it easy. I thought it was, I thought it was an interesting thing for him to say. And I, it, mm-hmm. I kind of was like, oh, okay. Like, again, I just thought that was an interesting way to look at it and not a terrible way for him to, to approach it um, with the team and with the players. But overall, a fairly enjoyable match. Um, not the perfect match. There were some issues. But overall, 4-1 win. Fairly in control for the most part. Um, have to talk about Tejon Buchanan and his mm. 
more than ably filling in for the injured Alfonso Davies. Like what a match he had. Um, really, really like involved constantly, uh, you know, assists, getting the ball forward, being just a pest, um, really, really reading the pitch well. It was so much fun to watch him. Like I, I as you guys know, I really like Tejon Buchanan. Um, but this was this was really impressive. This is one of those matches that makes people be more aware of of this of a, of, of a player. And this was sort of his, hey, look at me, everybody. Um, but I was I was delighted to see um, to see that from him, not just for Canada, but just as a player. It was really, it was very enjoyable to see such a, a complete performance. Agreed. I mean, especially, you know, he's a forward. The one thing we need is more good forwards right now. Like, <laughs> can he play centre-back? Can he do that well? <laughs> but yes, good favour. It was, uh, you know, he did very well out there. That's good. Depth can't hurt, you know. There's always going to be instances where, you know, Alfonso Davies is quote unquote injured, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I was surprised he was even in the squad of last week, and I was not surprised when oh he's had to go back. Hmm. I you know I'm not sure I buy this whole injury thing. Um, yes, depth is a very good thing, and uh, yeah, he Tejon Buchanan did very well. It's true. Yeah, I. I... I, I'm, I'm, I agree with you guys both. I think uh, <clears throat> I think Buchanan showed, at the very least, um, he showed that uh, we're not going to be a whimpering mess at the back if he can't make it, if uh, Davies can't make it, because that's, I feel like that's the automatic uh, go-to. Why is he playing? Oh, oh, shit, is he hurt? You know, like that's the thought process that yeah. we, that, that a, that a country that's not used to having um, world-class players on it and you're missing one, uh, that's, that's the default. Like, oh, my God, we're so fucked. And we're not. Uh, Buchanan, it looked great. He looked comfortable. I, I'm not, I, would, I would be far too selfish to expect him to do uh, Davies-esque things. He'd, I just wanted to play – I want to play left back. I want to play – or on the, sorry, on the left side. I wanted to just – just do a do a normal job, and I'll be thrilled. Because like, I'm not used to that a normal job. So uh, you're great, and uh, um, I'm 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 de- I'm definitely not that I was panicked, but I'm definitely at ease at the idea of him having to play half the games due to say he can't get released, injuries, whatever, or you know just as a backup. I'm relieved that he's there. He's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you know, Junior Hoylet excellent match from him actually um the longer and I've, I've probably said this before the longer he plays with canada um the more i enjoy his game and he's i think he's he's evolved his game within how canada plays how herdman has them set up but he's and he just seems a lot more relaxed a lot more confident um with the ball and during matches these days Whereas like the first few, when he first started, joined up with Canada, it was a bit uncertain. And again, it was all sort of very new, but I really, I pay a lot more attention to him these days than I have before, just because I find him um, 
just to be such a strong presence on the pitch and a very calm presence on the pitch, which is really enjoyable. I, and I still am kind of surprised that he hasn't been picked up by anybody yet. Like he's still, he's, he's Junior Hoylitz, the sole uh, member of Unattached FC right now. Mm. Who'd have seen this coming? He was, you know, the big, the big guy. Well, let's see if we can get him on. He's got to come there and then won't have to be relying on the Unattached FC people. Now here he is, exactly. dragging everyone down with his unattachedness. <laughs> with his unattachedness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I guess I have to say a nice thing about Kyle Laren. It was a nice goal. He did good. Mm-hmm. Fine. Fine for continuing to be good at this, Kyle, I guess. No, I was it. Uh, was it Kyle Lauren? I think like Osorio's goal. You know, he clearly, you know, Osorio knocked it, and there was someone that was just right there who could have just like hammered it in from one foot away to claim the goal for themselves, and they just instead just like let it go and let it be Osorio's goal. Was that Lauren? I can't remember actually. That's a that's a good question. You're right. Oh yeah, you're right. There was there was someone there was right there. Goal. There was one of the goals where you know yeah, the balls gently going over to the opposite side of the goal. It's clearly going in the net on the zone right there, and they chose to just let it go. Yep, just that was nice. class. Yeah, that might actually, that might have been. You're right, you're right. I had forgotten that. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so also getting a goal. Uh, Steven Estacchio, who also was excellent. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Theo, now, how are we saying his last name? It's not Corbiano, it's not. I always thought it was, but you know, just looking at it, I presumed Corbiano. That's why I had Corbinau and Corbinu. So uh, yeah, so, I'm Corby, gonna, uh, Theo. Let's just call him Theo. Hmm. Theo. He's Hamilton's own. Hamilton's own Theo. Don't you guys knew that he's from Hamilton? I didn't know that. Is he really? He's from Hamilton. Yep. Is he? No. And the reason why, I know that is because anytime he does back. something, you mention it. Hamilton, it's the new Brampton. No, it's not. It's not. That's going to be a. <laughs> it's got a long way to go to catch up the, to the Brampton. The four of you who listened to this show who got like your back went really, really fucking straight when I said that. Yeah, I know. We're about nine players short from getting to that level. So it's a joke. <laughs> Calm down. He's just um, kidding. Give it time. Give it time. You know, this whole. But there's, but there's new more team. Three, and that's what I, I like. Yeah. This whole new team that they've got there, you know, give it 10 years or so and it'll be. It'll be full of people who've come through the Hamilton team. Will they actually be from Hamilton? No, probably be from Mississauga because they have to oh. go through Sigma first. Yeah. No, no, they're they're but they're suburban Toronto. It's fine. <laughs> they're suburban Toronto. <laughs> Sorry Oak to Mississauga, get a team in and, and I won't make that joke again. Um, <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Come on. That's true. Um, in a state. Anyway, there was there was there was there was so much to recommend from this match. Um, And you know what? Also, you know, props to Mark Anthony Kay for, you know, holding up his hand after the match and, you know, saying, yeah, I fucked up and I'm sorry I fucked up. And, you know, obviously we just got to move forward. And thanks to my teammates for basically erasing that glaring error I made that allowed the first goal. (laughs) But, um, uh, you know, I always appreciate when a player, you know, raises their hand and says, yep, that was me. Sorry, try not to let that happen again. Um, but it, it was for a first match with a, you know, a slightly different look 
to this squad that maybe they originally intended. Um, but still with lots to like. It was it was a lot of fun to to watch that match. So uh, on to the next, which is um, tomorrow night uh, against Haiti. Now Haiti has they have issues for tomorrow night's match, but have to at least mention that they played they played the the u.s in their first match and while the u.s eventually did win it took them quite a lot of effort and work to break down the haitian side and only came away one nil like it was by no means uh you know usa usa it wasn't anything like that it was okay you 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 got your goal good for you it took a long time for that to happen um Haitians surprisingly uh, resilient in that match, but they are now missing, um, I think due to a COVID issue, um, seven players for their match what? against Canada. That's I know. a lot. That's a lot of players. I mean, I'm, I'm not a math magician, but that seems to be more than two. <laughs> and that's crazy. <laughs> a math magician, did you say? Yeah, it's technical. Nice. Nice. I like that term. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's pretty much a bench, right there. I mean, you know, what subs are they going to have left over? Yeah, I can't imagine the squad they brought over was huge. No. Um, but yeah, this is good news, and uh, I feel like Canada needs to be kind of ruthless here and uh, just you know, go at them and run up uh, uh, some goal difference and that sort of thing, and uh, and uh, get ourselves in a position where if we can like tie with the US then we'll have a better goal difference and uh, you know, the US can go off and play Mexico or whoever in the next round and we can get a runner up that's, that's, that's the hope yeah that's the, that's the basic mm. focus but anyway that's a, that's, that's a tough blow for Haiti it's, uh, yeah it, and it, yeah because I you know I well, I was obviously cheering for them against the states um, and yeah, you, you don't hate Haiti no, not at all. I uh, under normal under pretty much under any other circumstance, under any other any other match, I am cheering for them. When they play us, obviously not going to happen. But any other time, I'm like, go Haiti! Like I want to see them win. I want to see them triumph. Um, so it is unfortunate that uh, we don't get to play their best version. Um, but you know, with a small yay, yay us for getting to take advantage of this, probably. Um, and then on Sunday is the big match, the one against the Yanks. I know mm. for some of the marbles, many of a portion of the marbles to move forward. Um, anyway, so Sunday night is the, that's the big one. That's the, the, well, Sunday evening, it's five o'clock, five o'clock Eastern time is the match on Sunday. Um, and uh, yeah, that's the one that everyone's going to be paying a ton of attention to. Um, and hopefully, you know, like Canada has a really good opportunity to come out on top of this group, or at least they should come out second if, if, if nothing else, right? Which should see them move forward um, into the next round, which is the following week. Um, so yeah, we've got two big matches tomorrow night day after recording and sunday evening so let's get some predictions then so score predictions against haiti six nil canada Oof. wow 
Wow, well, if I was taking a drink, I would have spit everywhere. <laughs> um, I do not have the optimism of Duncan. Uh, 2-1 Canada. It's not that I think that uh, is that, that Canada's not going to be particularly good. Is that I feel like if if Haiti can can resist the the Americans, um, <clears throat> they're going to totally fuck with us. So um, yeah, there's some place marks. not hit the here that part of it. Yeah, but I couldn't name the seven players or who they play for, and I imagine the seven that are going to replace them are probably equally as equal. So, um, yeah, and I, I, I don't. Uh, I mean, I feel like if you're also too, if you're Haiti, they're going to have to park the bus because if they're missing that much, they're going to do whatever it takes to stay afloat. And I could see them catching a sneaky goal. So, two, two, one, Canada wins, but I don't think it's going to be like a blowout. I'm, I'm going to. Yeah, I'll go three. No, you know what? Two, two nil, two nil. I'm gonna go two nil. I'm sort of, I'm with Mark, but I think the clean sheets are back. Maybe three nil, but I feel more comfortable saying two nil. Um, yeah, I think I, I sort of, yeah, I think Haiti sort of feel like they've got something to prove, and also, you know, a little defiance in their step. Basically, yes, we may be down, but we're not necessarily out, sort of thing. So I think it'll be a more difficult match. No, I'm going to go 3-0, 3-0, 3-0. No. That's my final, no. final this answer. Is a, this is a roller coaster. Um, yeah. final, final answer, final answer, 3-0. Um, I, I can't take it. I can't. <laughs> Stop playing with my emotions, Kristen. It's not, it's not I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was playing, I, I just, I just, yeah, I know. All right, so then Sunday, so against the Americans. So the Americans that have not brought anything, you know, it, it, it's not their strongest side. No, they haven't brought... I don't even know if you could say this is what is it, like maybe their B minus team. I don't even like it's I don't know if it's a full B team, but this is not the same remotely the same team that Canada faced in Nations League. Um so what are you thinking? Um and hopefully Canada has like everybody healthy. I'm also wondering when um when Io Akinola might suit up because this would be a fun one to see him play in, right? Get his first official cap playing against the Americans. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Come on. You know, you want to see it. Yeah. yeah I, I would suggest you know throw him on uh, the, you know, as a sub in the, the Haiti game. Yeah. yeah. When it's like five nil, throw him on there to like cap tie him. He can get, get him warmed sixth. up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, if you play as here, sure, maybe be a good story but uh yeah, let's get take care of that whole captain thing uh the uh the game before screw narratives anyway production one one i concur that was that was yeah it's going to be a grinder i think it's not going to be it won't be a pretty game at all but Canada yeah, finishes I, top of the group yeah man i hope i hope you're right um i'm gonna go I'm going to go two nil. I think it's going to be a lot closer than that scoreline indicates. Like I think the, I think the Americans are going to, all right. I figure they'll score either late in the first half, early in the second half. Canada's going to fight, 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 fight tooth and nail. And the, and the uh, Yanks will, will pull one, get another one like in, you know, injury time or, you know, 80, like super late in the game. Cause it's still like, it's still going to be a close match. Two nil does not really look that close. So you're saying the States is going to win. Yes. Okay. Yes. Boom. Wow, so Boom. negative, I'm not, Mark. Look, I'm not, yeah, 
I yeah, because that's that's my job, right? I'm the I'm the negative one on this show. Is that the one? Yeah, I, that is. Mm-hmm. Is that is that is that how the hat passing goes along? Uh, clearly. I've thrown out a signal win. I'm too the starry-eyed optimist. That's true. <laughs> Maybe I'm playing the role of Tony in this one. Okay, and mm-hmm. and this uh, evening in this evening's performance, the role of Tony will be played by Mark Hinckley. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Wrong character. Aw. Sorry. We, we, we all know that's the wrong character. It's, it's Pavlovian. I can't help it. That's engagement is what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Clear engagement. Hola. Mm-hmm. Hola. Hola. Tag. Hi. Vaccine. <laughs> Vaccine. Vaccine. <laughs> Hi. Hello. We need new signs. <laughs> We do. Um, all right. One other thing before we leave the Gold Cup. And, and again, if you're not watching the Gold Cup, I do highly recommend it. Um, and I, I admit, I forgot that uh, Qatar is in the Gold Cup. Uh, mm. I, I, did, I did as well. I, I think it was two days ago. Um, I forgot until last I, night. I had missed most of the match, so the, I didn't even turn it on. I was like, I can't be bothered. Somebody was posting like the flag. Like I guess mm-hmm. I don't know where it was, but they posted the flag of Bahrain instead of Qatar. Yes, and I'm like, why the fuck are they? Do- oh Jesus Christ! They're in they're in the Gold Cup. Because like uh, as Tony would know, as an armchair vexillologist, we we there's <laughs> obvious differences between the flags. The um, colors are different. The really, it's just the color. I mean, there's the same jagged parts, but I also believe the Qatari flag uh, officially is much uh, longer ratio-wise than a standard flag. But that's uh, that's for our other show. Um, yes, that's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did not realize. I did not realize they were there, and I hate it. And they, why couldn't Qatargo play in uh, Copa Libertadores? But apparently, it was a cracker of a sorry, match against uh, against uh, uh, Panama. Um, I kept seeing, I, again, that's the only reason I knew it was on, because suddenly everybody was posting about it. I was like, what? What's happening? Who? Qatar? What? The Gold Cup yeah. truly is the only international uh, uh, you know, region tournament that has a featuring. Yes. Uh, the, uh, the South Americans do occasionally. Well, that was when they were inviting, they were, they were trying to get it to 12, because they only yeah. had nations, so they invited a couple mm. But they, well, but we, we, we have them all the time. We got nations that aren't even in FIFA. Yes. So like, true. Why the fuck can South America not just say, hey, Suriname, Guyana, you, you're with us. Stop pretending you're with us. But we get, we keep French Guyana, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that of those three little pocket countries. We get one of them though. <laughs> Well, I mean, if, if they've got to get to a number 12, then, yeah, they don't want all three of them. Yeah, it's like, uh, one of you... <laughs> um, let's see, let's see. Actually, we'd probably get Guyana, the other two. I, I figure once Suriname gets really, really, really good and can retain some of its talent, they are fucking right off from, from CONCACAF. Why would they want a piece of this? Would they join South America? Oh yeah, I mean, they'll the money they would get from just hosting Brazil twice a year would be way more than the money they would get from hosting <laughs> checks notes British Virgin Islands. Like, just I get it, uh, totally get it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, similar sort of vexillology uh, issue uh, to what you were describing there, I was uh, sort of texting with an, an English friend on uh, Sunday before the game, and he was all like, or what have you, and um, he basically sent me uh, a thing that had uh, sort of three Faroe Islands flags uh, in it, because he presumed uh, that uh, he was trying to send the, uh, the England flag, and he got Faroe Islands instead. It's a red and white cross, but it's it's completely it's a different it's shape. It's differently, just, completely. Yeah, there's a blue outline. <laughs> this is clearly not the St. George's uh, the England flag. Simon, what are you doing? It was Simon. Yeah, yeah. So, Simon, uh, just re- just remind me, he is originally from England. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah that guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just I wasn't. I wasn't. I, f- I I just wanted to confirm it in case there was other Simons. You know, it's possible. Yeah, it is indeed possible. But uh, yeah, no, no, uh, yeah. I think yeah. it'd be yeah. funny if you sent you Tonga because it's got like, it looks like the first aid flag in the top right corner or top left corner and the rest of it's red because like at least, but there's a cross or even Georgia. Georgia would be awesome because it's like, yeah, there's St. George's crosses, but there's a bunch of like uh, Victorian crosses in each of the quadrants it's it yeah okay this fly humor is lost in you guys but i i assure you that would kill i'm gonna try and look up a, a, now on my uh at a, at a, at a flag fest i i i, I <laughs> i'm yeah it'd be crazy crazy oh man that's so funny yeah because you that's know that's hilarious i love anyway, it anyway yeah that's that's funny Faroe islands huh. yeah 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 well does, done. He, does he know what does he know football at all because i feel like if you watch <laughs> europe European, you know, internet qualifiers, Faroe <laughs> Islands is always like, oh, you know them as the country with the zero next to their name in almost every game. And how would he not know that? It's spectacular. Oh, oh spectacular. dear. Oh, my God. I'm like almost in tears here. Um, anyway, so, yeah, so there's lots of good, there's lots of good matches to watch uh, within the Gold Cup. The Gold Cup's actually quite enjoyable. Um, what's been less than enjoyable, shocking, uh, is ongoing issues with uh you know a section of the mexican fans and during Mm. their match against trinidad and tobago which oh tnt man what a match um the 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 unfortunateness the the unpleasant chant um was heard again and (sighs) uh so twice and it took it took it took until the end of the match, and whether it was what I heard like a commentator say, "Oh, well, you know, the fans are clearly frustrated because because Trinidad and Tobago held Mexico to a nil-nil draw." May I just point out, which was fantastic. Good job, Ryan Telfer and team. Um, and is he actually playing? He did play. He he didn't nice. start, but he got subbed on. He did play. It was very exciting. Excellent. I know. I was happy for him. Um, did the commentator confuse him for Cyrus Wallace? You know, I was waiting, and amazingly enough, he got his name correct the entire time. Um, oh, well done. That's nice. I know. So and be done. <laughs> so twice, <laughs> twice the twice the match was stopped um, by the ref, and the, the the announcement went up in the stadium, and um, and again, it was late in the match, and it was actually they, they you you could clearly hear it on the broadcast, and you could hear it. Uh, a third time right near the very end of the match and the ref could have stopped the match but clearly just wanted it to be over so he just whistled the match there was probably like 20 to 30 seconds of of uh, injury time left and he's just like yeah that's it match over we're done good 
nil nil let's go um so uh yeah it's you know like the the mexican federation has they have started uh, a new campaign to you know stamp out this uh there's a there's a social media campaign there's you know a bunch of really really well done videos on youtube like it's it's a well done campaign but um considering that they've been smacked with a two match behind closed doors uh you know order from on high that they're talking about foisting one onto the women's team the women's uh, fans don't do this yeah. the women's fans don't yell homophobic chants at opposition goalkeepers etc cetera, etc cetera. no 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 but they're gonna ask the women to play without their fans fuck you yeah that, that that's that's the problem right um so can, can they not just like book a, a random friendly game for like the women to play against somebody else so that the women can take both games i mean come on women do your part honestly like, seriously mm. that's your job isn't it to be mm. there for the men um so still sort of and that's that's still like waiting to sort of see what happens but um like mexico's next match is uh who are they playing they playing actually guatemala tonight so who knows who knows what's going to happen but it's you know we've, we've, we've talked about this so much over the years right um in endless frustration and we've had a number of arguments about it just in what can be done what should be done um seeing matches at least get stopped and at least some attention come on it hopefully this we don't want it to hopefully snowball you don't want to see it you know get worse to have them you know lose lose matches by default um but if that's what it's going to take that's what it's going to take so we'll see what happens throughout the rest of the gold cup don't uh like don't don't ignore that this is happening you know we talk about a lot of issues in sport um and it's not uh it's not just sport and if you think otherwise i'm sorry um this is something to pay attention to and this is something to want to change um so hopefully we see some change and we see stricter um penalties from various federations you know from on high let's 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 give them actual mm-hmm. consequences. So, um, yeah. All right. Moving on from the Gold Cup to Campio. Yeah. Yeah. Our National League. Uh, the Wibble continues in uh, fairly exciting fashion. Um, there is... Uh, it's, it's kind of surprising yet not surprising. Um, the uh the standings so far um when you look at the standings you see three western teams on top um and then the actually it's interesting the ontario uh the ontario teams are all in the middle and then uh wanderers and edmonton so right now after oh god look at this wonderfully unbalanced schedule god damn it um most clubs have played five matches Whereas the Aquaman and the Eddies, one has played six, one has played four. Um, but uh, Winnipeg... Mm, could be worse. 
I know. Oh, it absolutely. It could be worse. It could be MLS, you know, Oh, four games difference. Um, so Winnipeg, uh, Aquaman, Pony Boys, and the Handies. That's your top four. Uh, really right now it's Winnipeg and uh, the Aquaman who are uh, vying for those, uh, vying for the top spot. So, and some really enjoyable football from both teams um, so far in this tournament. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's weird. I, I never really know exactly what to expect. Say, oh, this team's losing. No, then they win. And then oh, they're used to these guys. It's, it's, um, yeah, I guess, you know, Winnipeg obviously seemed to, uh, you know, they got far out of five, but everyone else told, well, very to the much of a muchness. They don't really know what to expect, which is yeah. different. Well, Better and then. Them, yeah, Hamilton just keep winning. Okay. <laughs> sorry, Mark. That's part, part of the league. Um, when they keep winning. But uh, Aquaman doing, uh, a couple teams have fielded um, really Canadian focused lineups, um, and they did it again in their last match. Um, who else did that? Uh, was it York? Why you did it? Uh, one of their recent matches. Um, so that's yeah, been, like York seemed to be particularly uh, sort of Canadian and young and what have you. Yeah, and same so with far. same with Pacific. So yeah, it's been that's a nice sort of you know additional time, additional storyline from this. Anyway, there's a you know there's a, a couple like a week and a half left in this. Um, it's been it's been a really enjoyable tournament. For the most part, you know, there are some issues, um, one of which we'll talk about uh, in a few minutes. And um, yeah, it's I, I, I like this tournament a lot um, and look forward to the rest of the season, which we now know about because the schedule has been re- revealed. Yay! Yay! Before we get there, can I just say a quick shout out to the Toronto Star. Um, you know, I still get the newspaper. In Let's hear it. Form. Let's hear it. Do you have uh, it in front every- of you? Not in front of me, no. But oh, okay. uh, basically, what I'm just saying is, uh, you know, they, they essentially they're, they're like the back page of the the sports section where they have all the, you know, here's the basic results and here's the tables for all the various different sports. A, they are actually including the CPL amongst all that. Oh, Good. Cool. And uh, B, mainly my point here is they don't give a fucking shit about your fucking names. It's fucking Victoria, Hamilton, Winnipeg. All, all eight of them. It's just the <laughs> Amazing. geography. Yeah. I love it. I'm it's, finally. God bless you, Toronto Star. That, yeah, seriously. Which, which isn't necessarily something I would ever say out loud or think. But no, they, they're will, getting much, much worse in many, many ways. But this is a good thing. Yeah, that's a very good thing. I, I, I highly approve of that. You mean, you mean um, a national newspaper sees how stupid the names are? <gasps> I mean, I'm, yes, I'm thinking, you know, it, it's mainly just a case of, all right, you know, they've probably just got somebody who's having to put things together and doesn't really understand things and doesn't want to take the time to understand it. And is, yep, fuck it, I'm just going to the city names, what have you. You know, this is essentially just the star being, you know, kind of shit and cutting corners and not doing things right. But in this particular circumstance, it's worked out perfectly. That's delightful. Enjoy it. Yes. I enjoy looking at that table every day because it Love makes it. sense. It does I, make I know sense. where all these teams play. I know where all these teams play. Love it. I, I feel Forge. Like I, I, where the fuck's Forge? Oh, um, um, that's <laughs> uh, South, 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 South Dakota? South, 
steel. So is it Forge? Is it Forge? Uh, are they in the open some kind of Forge. Spanish, <laughs> like Mexican or something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Forge. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. Velour, that's part of the garment district. And, yes, um, yes. <laughs> I, I, like, I mean, aesthetically, to look at to look at uh, a, a, a series of standings and uh, seeing cities next to them, I mean, uh, mm. that's something that I'm used to. Uh, I, I realize I'm now trending towards the old part of the demo, uh, demographic but um yeah Shake I, don't, that fist. I don't have to i don't have to i don't have to like if i was casual i don't have to remember like again what who the fuck's forge again mm-hmm. you know oh like if i can you like could you imagine if there was somebody who's who was looking at the newspaper who, <laughs> that had it and saw uh, oh forger at home and they had no idea it was in hamilton and they live in fucking hamilton mm. But they would have gone to a game. Yeah. Like, did we not? I, I realize that that is very, very, very hypothetical because let's be honest, I feel like the majority of people who go to a lot of the soccer games in Canada are people who are in the know, want to be in the know, and are chasing it. But as an outlier, like you have to do, I feel like you got to do a lot more marketing if you're not going to put the name of the goddamn town in the name. Uh, Great. So. <laughs> Anyway, so the schedule has been released. So the full season schedule and it is, you know, as we, we talked about, the schedule is, it's a bit, uh, it's a bit wonky in that um, majority of the remaining games uh, will see the Eastern teams play one another and the Western teams play one another to help uh, cut down on travel um, because there's a lot of games being played, but also, you know, COVID considerations, probably financial considerations. Um, so the vast uh, 16 games, 16 of the 20 remaining matches will be played against your quote-unquote local-ish sides. And then the remaining four, you'll play against, you know, the the other teams from the other conference, for lack of a better word, because we don't have that yet. Um, it's coming, though, Gampiel. Yeah. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Those conferences are coming. Um, so the new schedule, the post Wibble world kicks off at the end of this month. Um, first match is, uh, YU hosting the handies, um, on July 30th. And, uh, later on that evening, uh, Aquaman hosting the pony boys. So that's where it all gets started. Um, season ticket holders, most of you have probably already paid for your tickets, uh, I think there's tickets available. I don't know. We don't know everything about seating and stuff, but um, there's usually a lot of room at the majority of the stadiums because they play in big stadiums. Mm-hmm. Um, the question is, are, are they going to enforce that room? Because, you know, I feel like, you know, I've been to Hamilton games and there's a lot of people in this one particular area and then no one in those other areas. Are they going to force people to spread out or... I would presume so in a, in a, in a COVID world when we're still not fully vaccinated mm. and sorted out that physical distancing of some, in some regard will have to happen. Um, I would expect it to happen. I'll be mm. damn surprised if it doesn't. I, I don't think they'll have a choice. So, which will make things more difficult for, um, for uh, Aquaman and the Wanderers because they play in smaller stadiums um, that are more designed for their fan base as opposed to playing in a 
CFL stadium or a university stadium. So things that will shuffle out in the wash somehow, I'm sure they've, hopefully they have this at least organized. Um, the one thing with the schedule other than, yeah, there's a bit of, it, it's kind of interesting. Like you get to see it, some, whatever, some regional rivalries build more than they already exist. Um, there is a conflict in this schedule that they haven't changed yet. I'm expecting this match to be moved um, because they would be foolish not to. So the September 8th match, which is a Wednesday, which has uh, Otletti hosting the Handies, um, that is the same night as Canada hosting El Salvador in mm. World Cup qualifiers at the mm. like, exact same time. So um, if you want anyone to watch slash attend this match, you will move it because there's just no one's going to, no one's going to be there. No one is going to be there and you're going to do a disservice to these two teams. Oh, all right. Um, quick, quick, quick question. So this is, yes. a, that's a home game for for Canada, correct? Yes. Have they, Pardon me if I if I missed it. Have they announced where it's going to be played? No, none of that has been announced yet because none of the border stuff has been resolved yet. It's possible it doesn't even get played here. Regardless gonna... if it's played here, do you think anybody is going to choose to watch CanPL over watching Canada? Um, I, that's a strong question. I think it really just depends if you like. I I personally would watch Canada over the CanPL, um, but. Uh, 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 that's, I, I don't know. I think it just really depends on, on where and how, uh, but also too, if like, if I was in Ottawa and I was a season ticket holder, I'd probably go to that game. Um, but you're right. I, I, I feel like that, that, that's probably not. See, I wouldn't. And also I, the only reason why I asked if they had announced it is uh, what if, uh, and I'd, I'd be okay with it if they tried to do this it'd be a long fucking Wednesday night, but what if they tried to do a, uh, what they used to do back in the old, back in the day, where they would do a double header and put a MLS game just before Canada, or before U.S. versus Mexico, and hey, look, we got ninety-two thousand out for this MLS game. Did you? <laughs> Did you? Did you really? Did you? <laughs> Did you? You think mm-hmm. you think you think people really wanted to see the Chicago Fire play the goddamn kids, Kansas City Wizards? Is that what? It, is that what you really thought? Is that how we're spinning this? this is bullshit. Then they decided to stick around for U.S. versus Mexico. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just, yeah, they just felt like it. Yeah. yeah stick around for your headliner. <laughs> it's, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 because it's a Wednesday, I doubt that's the case. But I mean, if that, if they were going to do a double header, I might try and find a way to get up there. <laughs> Two birds, one stone. I get this. I get to go to a game in Ottawa and uh, then I get to go see a Canada game. And then I have to figure out how the fuck I'm going to get back in time for work on Thursday. All right. This is a terrible plan. <laughs> It's a terrible plan. Full stop. But I but I respect I respect the plan. Anyway, I yes, there is still no we still don't know what's happening with Canada's matches in September. Um most of the most of the fall World Cup qualifying schedule, other than the dates, has yet to be resolved um in terms of where matches are being played. Uh and trust me, as soon as we know that, that will be everywhere and we'll talk about that a lot. But regardless. It is, it's one thing to pit a CanPL match against an MLS match, but to pit a CanPL match against uh, Canada 
in a World Cup qualifying tournament that sees mm-hmm. them be the closest they could possibly get to the World Cup in, you know, over 20 years. I, I, I think... I think maybe you have to look at moving that match. No, I don't think maybe. I think you have to move that match. That's just me. But I, don't, I just I think someone didn't look at a schedule, personally. Yeah, you're probably going to lose that uh, that dilemma. And then to add on to that, what would one soccer's priority be that night? They're the home of Canada's matches, right? Like they right. worked very hard. Uh, to make sure that they had all the matches, that this is their thing, you know, they've been, you know, there's a, again, there's a reason that Christian Jack is involved with One Soccer now, not just because he's involved with, you know, the Campiao website, but all of these things, again, dovetail together, and what would the, what would the priority be? So, just a thought. I presume their priority would be Canada again. One yeah, which, I think so. Again, makes you think, all right, CPL, just you know, sort yourself out. Change the change the date. You're not going to get the fans. You're not going to get the broadcast out. Like, what do you think? Come on. Exactly. All right. Um, one last thing before we leave CanCon. Uh, wow, we talked about this for a long time. Um, is is the players' union? So the 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 PFA can which. Um, we've been talking about for over a year now and is still not recognized by the league. Um, And, you know, there's been, you know, we've talked about it for a while. You you know, players have talked about it in the, in the background or the players that are officially involved in the union that are player reps and that sort of thing. But more and more, um, you know, you're seeing, you're seeing comments on social media, Uh, Sergio Camargo, just one, although, delightful um, and uh the thing with this yeah actually the thing with the schedule um other than fans being annoying because campiel was teasing it right they're like oh should we release the schedule on monday and we're like you fucking know the schedule just do it already and there's sergio Carmago, Cam- camargo going oh i i could probably just do that for you kind of thing like just just in there poking at them in his delightful way he got a follow out of me for saying that so i mean oh yeah oh i followed him like a month ago like the first time he started it's my most reliable uh canpl news source he really is i i I called him the canpl roving reporter he is uh suck at one soccer Mm. yeah exactly (laughs) um Mm -hmm. so one of the things you know other than apparently not getting much consultation um about the tournament in winnipeg uh basically they were they were sort of all told okay these are some of the things that we're considering but we're totally going to talk to you about it and then like two days later or a week later they were told okay so this is what we're doing and that was it that was the consultation um but they've also moved some matches around in this tournament and moved some of them to stupid times like you know the middle of the afternoon um and after uh, a recent match um the uh uh andrew jean baptiste who is really good really enjoyable to watch um and they that was the one of the matches that got moved um to like it was one o'clock in the afternoon or anyway it was very hot because winnipeg has been suffering as much as you know, like the the West Coast had not quite the same heat. Dome, the heat still, dome. 
still yeah i know i hear tina turner um so they were playing in what ended up being 35 plus uh at uh at pitch level on turf and you know he put out this is a tweet he he said you know i'm pretty sure playing on turf at 35 degree plus would go down as unstable working environment you know it's not entertaining football when we are literally in pain Mm. and i saw a couple like responses to his tweet you know from from fans and stuff and someone said i don't understand the campiel moving next week's night game to an early afternoon game and he's his response was i'm sorry they did what like the players <laughs> didn't know and Perfect. again because it's this it's this lack of consultation and also this lack of thought about moving um these mm. matches uh someone else had said it's, something. It's, it's the sort of thing that'll make you lose your head John Baptiste. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, mm-hmm. yes, I know, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, that's, um, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And from the same match, um, uh, Kwame Awoa said, you know, I'm convinced my feet are burned from today's game because of, again, the heat and playing on the plastic and stuff. So there's, there's you know, again, you're seeing more and more sort of complaints and play, more players feeling more comfortable being vocal. Um, so John Molinaro who we have on the show, who has the TSC Republic, former KMPL media editor, supervisor, whatever, um, has been pushing the, the union story, um, and which is, which is good. We need more people talking about it. Um, yes, it is behind a paywall, but uh, at least he is talking about it and writing about it. Um, so recent story, you know, highlighting some of this stuff, but also the fact that Union still hasn't heard back from the league. Shocking. No. I know. I know. I know we're all surprised. Um, and that they have decided mm. to take the long and arduous route of going province to province because they believe in this union that much and they want the players to get representation to have official representation so that what keeps happening which is promised communication from the league promised consultation all these things which doesn't materialize or never materializes fully it's like little you know little crumbs oh here no we totally we appreciate you and we love you we're going to do this Oh, did we forget to do that? We're sorry. Mm, have a Tim Hortons gift card. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. What did what what are, one of our one of our listeners uh, followers uh, Cobra Kai um, suggested that we call Clackers Davy Donuts? Um, Home what? Davy Donuts. Davy Donuts. Oh, God. Clackers Clackers is just so like demeaning, but Davy Donuts is funny too. It's not bad. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, so they are, they, that's what they're doing. So they will go to each um, provinces in which there is a, a CAMPL team uh, to their to their labor board um, and present their case showing number of union cards, uh, you know, signed the support from the players within that province. And then they circle back and they survey the players that, say they are supporting this and should all the dominoes fall the way they should 
they'll get approval. It's just, it's a longer process. It's a more costly process. Um, and it's really annoying. Annoying is the mm. nice word. Um, that mm -hmm. the league is so intransient that they're just pushing them to this. But props to the union for saying, well, fuck you, we're not giving up. Yeah. We're, we're still going to do this. So. And yeah, I feel like you know, the general history between you know, any sports league and union is one that's kind of fractious and combative. And, you know, why start out that way by forcing them to have to do this, this, and this, and this, and this? You know, why not at least play nice? and agree, yeah, all right, I mean, sure, you guys want to have a union, we can accept that uh, you'll do that, and now let's talk. Why exactly. force them to jump through all these hoops so that they're all pissed off before you even start talking? Yeah. I, hmm. Yeah, it just doesn't make, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense, you know, to have your, all of your workers angry at you, and then, like, just to continue to make them angrier by dismissing their concerns and their desire to be heard. It's just, uh, it's, it's, it's such an easy fix to just recognize the union and go from there. Yeah, but, no. but these, these guys are billionaires and, and the only way a billionaire remains a billionaire is by making sure he gives as little of his wealth earned or otherwise away. And, and like, it's, it was never, <laughs> Like so hiring, little, this is hiring, about the money, though. Hiring clacker nuts there. I uh, see so uh, clackers and donuts. Donuts, I see. I don't know if that'll stick, but I, I'm not sure. We're, we're, we're workshopping it. So okay. Hiring him. I mean, I I don't feel for a second that hiring him was just an accident. I don't see why he would go from being the CEO of a of a multinational corporation to to being the head of a fledgling soccer league if his experience in basically fucking with unions wasn't part of the cachet. Like it's just, I, I'm not, nothing about this is surprising. I mean, I know we're looking at it from the point of view is like, well, wouldn't it be nice to keep your employees happy? And I'm thinking from their point of view, no, fuck them. They think that they're doing like, like I'm devil's advocate. They, they really feel like, well, giving them a job is the favor is the kindness. Never mind the fact that if they run their business properly, it will make money, but that's that's not that's not an attractive narrative because we have to go like, well, you're playing professional soccer in Canada, isn't that enough? It's like, yeah, I guess it is. Giving you know rising house housing prices and all that, I guess you know twenty one thousand dollars is really generous. Thanks. Oh, um, yeah. Like like honestly, no. I just like the, the level of tone deafness is is exasperated with with uh, every little. Every little dismissal, like, and, and you know what, I, when, when they get unionized, because they will get unionized, and they need to get unionized, and, and every player should be proud once they become unionized for the work that they'll have laid down for future players, um, that, that this is necessary. If they're going to, you know, find every little way to nickel and dime the players, then, then this is what you're going to do. Like if, if, if I, if I were to take a look at um, like Hamilton famously had two major uh, steel mills, DeFasco and Stelco. Stelco was the unionized one. DeFasco was not. DeFasco was so terrified of having the union come in. The shit that they gave their employees was impressive. 
Like they had a private triple ranks up on the met, like a full, full uh, private rec center that was for their employees and their families. Stockholm had no shit like that. But that was what Stefasco had to do to make their employees happy. A competitive wage. They had all like they had the competitive wage. They had the all the benefits, but they were so terrified of the union that they went above and beyond. And I mean that that's in theory how it should be. You should be you should be doing doing your your employees well to prevent a union, not trying to starve them into submission to do well so or to 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 comply to behave so um i honestly say fuck the billionaires and uh the sooner this gets done the better and if there was any way i could fucking help them i would well we help our way of helping is by keeping talking about it so because we're not going to stop talking about it and tweeting about it and Etc. 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 Right. So like it, I know it's 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 you know it's a little thing, but the more people talk about it and normalize it, right? Like let's normalize talking about unions. They're good things. Protect the players. That's why we watch the sport, right? Like it's, it's you know anyway. I watch the sport to see the millionaires and the billionaires get rich. I forgot. I'm so sorry, Duncan. <laughs> Owner. <laughs> Owner. And then hand the trophy, <laughs> and then take the trophy from the commissioner. Duncan, so we know where your loyalties lie, you owner, you. Yes, I am in the ownership class. It's true. Go develop another goalkeeper, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was so excited, you know, especially after he saved the second one, and you know, think, all right, you right, can well, come we'll back and win this, second. and it's going to be. If you'll just, uh, Duncan, just hold that in for just like 12 seconds. Uh, the, the, the bumper's longer than that. Let's see 45. God help me. I was only 19. Anyway, it's time for World Footy. Yay! Um, first up on World Footy, we are going to talk about Euro final, of course. Um, ah. Sorry, Duncan. Sorry. Mm. So, if you. If you take away the heartbreaking loss on penalties and how it was lost um, and the fans run amok um, and the anger-inducing, oh-so-predictable racism, um, if you remove all of that... It was a glorious day for England. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it was... <laughs> It was a it was a good match, but no, I it's it's more about the tournament as a whole. Like, it obviously starting off with you know the Christian Eriksen situation. Um, for the most part, this was a great tournament. There was a lot mm-hmm. of fantastic football played, so many thrilling matches, uh, unexpected you know storylines. Um, just 
it's one of those it's one of those ones where I think you know people will talk about this for a long time this particular tournament and it is really unfortunate that so much marred Sunday and um and also unfortunate that England lost because it's lesser of two weevils um yes I said weevils um but I am sorry Duncan my condolences to you. Not sarcastic at all. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That Thank was tough you. to watch. And my heart broke for Saka. Just, oh, like, it I was just, tough. I, so, it was tough to watch. It was, like, but that's oh, a, even so, thinking about it just like freezes me. So, like, one of the things that, you know, I, I I love the whole woulda, coulda, shoulda that, you know, sports fans tend to have when shit like this goes down. Why did they put him out there? Why did they do this? Why didn't they put somebody? It's like, there's probably a really fucking good reason. I'm pretty sure he just didn't put names in a hat and draw five. Mm-hmm. Like, like there, there had, there had, to, there's no way he, that decision was done poorly. Like, it was done thinking like, oh, well, I'm just, I'm going to torture the bastard. Like, I don't think there was malice or ignorance or or overlooking i'm pretty sure it was a pretty measured goddamn decision decision oh it was it was faith in these young players which is brilliant and the the thing is is that it's going to happen was any going to was anybody going to be hailing the tactical genius that was garrett southgate had those goals gone in yeah they probably would but that's not how any of this works so like it's it sucks, but somebody's gonna miss. Somebody's gonna get their shot saved. Somebody's shot's not gonna go in. You know, I didn't see a lot of people uh, feeling bad for David De Gea when his when after uh, facing eleven shots, not stopping a single one. Then it was his turn, and he got his saved. No, he's like, oh, poor David. No, because shit happens. It's penalties. It sucks. So and also he didn't save one out of he didn't save a goddamn left. thing. <laughs> that, guy couldn't, that guy couldn't save with a coupon. It was unbelievable how anyway. Fair enough that he missed, but you couldn't save one. Come on, he could not. He yeah, he did everything in his power to like be the worst at that. So anyway, um, <laughs> but like like that's the thing, and to, I feel like I feel like with with penalties, and I know this 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 happens like every goddamn tournament anywhere. If you're gonna really blame, like, the, the, if you're looking to blame somebody in a penalty takers, well, where the fuck? What the fuck happened the previous two hours of soccer? It shouldn't have gotten to this if you guys were so fucking good. And that goes mm. for the winning team and the losing team because let's be honest, they're both mediocre if it got to that fucking point. So um, unless, of course, it was like a you know three all game, then thrilling. Thank you, that was amazing. Um, but yeah, like I, I just, I, I. I, obviously, I feel awful for 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 Saka. I feel bad for, you know, just having having to having to bear the brunt of like stupidity compounded with stupidity squared. Like because of everything, he's young, he's black, he's English. Like all that shit is just like nobody fucking deserves that. I know it goes without saying. I think that most of the people who listen to this would agree with that, but. What in the actual fuck is wrong with people if they still think this is okay to pile on somebody? It's a goddamn coin flip. The penalties are a goddamn coin flip. Yes, there's some skill, but let's be honest. It should never get to this point if you guys were that good. <sighs> Sorry. I fucking hate people. <laughs> we love you, Mark. 
Thank mm-hmm. you. I fucking hate people, though. That's only fair, especially to English people. Uh, it was not their best day, Sunday. No. No. Um, you know, you can make excuses that, uh, well, why was the game at 8pm? That left a lot of time for pre-drinking. But, you know, uh, I'm sure other people can do uh, have all that time for pre-drinking without having to, uh, you know, try and burst their way into the stadium and just be obnoxious and then be racist and everything. But, yeah. Um, yeah, as for the game, there, yeah, you know, like you were saying, Max should have done better in the actual game itself. I think England probably would have been better if they didn't score early. You know, they were sort of set out, set out in a kind of like defensive-ish kind of yeah. thing. And if they hadn't scored, Italy would also have been kind of defensive-ish and they'd have both been kind of feeling it out and it would have worked out. And then, you know, eventually it gets to a certain point where you, you know, just like the Germany game, you know, you kind of yep. keep it tight and what have you, and then bring on the, you know, Grealish or whoever, and then kind of go for it at the end, and it wins. But, oh, you've scored early. Now, again, your defensive and Italy, once they figure out what's going on, is going to be coming at you. And, uh, yeah, that, uh, that did not end up going well. And uh, it took a lot of time to uh, make some changes around that. So, uh, yes, not the uh, the greatest I mean, potentially a good tactical decision at the start, but not the best in-game management, I would suggest. From Mr. Southgate. Yeah, agreed. So, um... Stupid Luke Shaw scoring. <laughs> How dare he? That was so it. weird. He did. Mm. Two minutes, like, come on. I'm just Great. glad both teams went out there and had fun. That was, that was yeah, good. exactly. <laughs> Let's not get talked mm-hmm. about. Let's not talk about what should have been a red card. Oh, anyway. <laughs> um, just to grabbing soccer by his collar and like pulling him back and, and yanking him yeah. down to the yeah, 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 yeah. To me, that just anyway. Mm. That one bothers and, me um, a lot, actually. It's it's a yellow just for the basic like professional foul, what have you, because you're know, long way from goal. It shouldn't be a red, but then you know it should at least be another yellow for just the blatant violence in the way yes, that he did it exactly and, uh, like yeah like, yeah. I'm like a shirt i'm not saying all shirt tugs are suddenly red cards that one yeah is the, a, the, is the a red shirt card tugs and the shirt tugs. exactly I, mm, yeah uh, yeah 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 that one that did not yeah anyway um so yeah so that's the that's euro um mm. and then and then and then copa america the triumph of Messi. Yay. Oh. I'm happy for him. Yeah, indeed. That's nice. Yeah. He's won one. He doesn't need to win any others. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's, it would be a bit harsh if he'd you know, retired with zero. So he's got something at least. That's nice. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm. I, I think I got, I got misty. I was misty. I, 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 you know, I got a little teary. He was just. I find it. I find it surprising. Like I know, I know that he hasn't at this point. At that point, I should say, hadn't won a major final uh, with Argentina. I just, I'm weirdly mystified that that was a thing. 
Well, like, of course, we're all mystified. That's why this is such a huge deal that it happened. Finally. But like, like I not to say like I don't follow his career with with the finest of tooth combs, but it feels like he's been playing how long? And the Argentina really hasn't won a like a not a Copa, really. They haven't. So mm. like, so it, it it just like seeing him with the cup, obviously, like it just like, oh yeah, he hasn't. And not to say that I didn't know that or forgot it or ignored it, but it was just like, holy shit, this is one of the greats, and and this might be his only national you know, international honors that that he that he wins, and you know, full marks to them. Like, I, I was very happy for Messi. I was I was happy for Argentina. Uh, I, I do like the idea of Brazil losing in Brazil uh, to anybody um, just because mm-hmm. they're good. They're going to bounce back. They're going to win like everything in about a generation. But uh, like it's it's it, it was it was nice. And and uh, yeah, I, I. You could genuinely like the grin on his face, you couldn't slap it off hard enough if you tried. It was just. It seeing him grin was like the it was infectious. Like even I found myself just grinning like an idiot too. Like I didn't have anything to do with this game. I was smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got to say I was I was just looking up there. I was thinking, you, is this every two years or every four years? And it's got a really fucked up schedule. This thing it, it's all over the place. It is all over the place. It's very strange. It's and since, since the seventies, well, it went from nineteen sixty seven. To 1975 with nothing. All right. Then, yeah, 75, 79, 83, 87. Every four years. Cool. All of a sudden, 89, 91, 93, 95, 97, 99, 2001. Every two years. All right. Then 2004, 2007. Every three years. 2011, 2015. Every four years. Then 2016, 2019, 2021. The next one, then 2024. What the fuck are you doing? Come the ball. What new information for a lot of people but this is the first time i've actually looked up the entire schedule for how often they do this and hmm? yeah it's a bit it's a bit crazy yeah um but i uh i like that i like that the whole drama about where it was you know where it ended up being held and and again there were some great games throughout the entire copa tournament um and 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 it's usually kind of bonkers anyway um but there was some there was some good stuff and some you know some bad refing like all the predictable storylines but in this one Messi finally triumphant and seeing him like just get smothered by his teammates at the end you know He's yeah. like he's in tears. Like again, it's 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 just I know we're generally doing a cynical group here. Throwing him up in the air thing, which yes. is usually oh. for the coach. Hey, did, did mm-hmm. they do that to the coach as well, or did the it coach not get that this year? I hey. can't remember, mm. but it was great. It was just it made me mm. so happy. Um, Indeed, Good and it was yes, mm. it is lovely, and it's a great end to. Um, to this part of the tournament season, you know, more things are coming because we've obviously, you know, we got Gold Cup, and we got World Cup qualifiers, and all that jazz. But that was just, it was just such an, it was just, it's just nice to have a storyline go the way you want it to, and and something for somebody who has 
toiled so long and, you know, done so much for the sport, for his country, all of those things, um, to be one of the best in the world and not have at least a major tournament, you know, a trophy. So it was very good. Um, and as much as I dislike Neymar, it was also nice to see them after the match together. And, you know, cause Neymar was distraught. Um, but then to see them like sort of, you know, being, being friends, cause they are friends um, and sort of sharing um, in his moment later. I thought that was nice. So, um, so yay, yay world football. Um, we're not really gonna talk about MLS cause MLS has been off for a week and a half. So guess what? MLS is back this weekend. So there you go. Talk time! Yay! That's why we talk about TFC. Oh, that's why it is. That's why we call it that. I know. I'm so glad you figured that out. Um, the the first thing actually that we're going to talk about is um, a sad thing. Um, a a while back, we had mentioned that former uh, TFC coach Paul Mariner was ill. Had had you know, had, had surgery, brain surgery. Um, and we, you know, it seemed like things were going well. Um, but then it turned out, uh, a few days ago that he had passed away from brain cancer. Um, and you know, it's, it's a sad thing. We, you know, we didn't like him as a coach, but, um, he was undeniably, um, uh, a, a, you know, a pretty, a pretty large figure within, um, certainly within, within English football, within North American football, uh, MLS especially. Um, and it's very sad. He was very young. He was only 68. And, you know, has a lot of ties to a lot of people that we know, um, both here in Toronto, but also um, in the States uh, through the T-terrorists. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just a sad thing. So, um, our, our condolences to Paul Mariner's friends and family, um, on, uh, on the loss of your, of your friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is sad as for, you know, for TFC, he was the, uh, the wrong person at what would have been the wrong time for anyone. Yes. 100%. Uh, really? Um, but yeah, yeah. Aside from that, he seems like a, a nice guy. I was, it was uh, one oh, he evening was to, he drinking. Was funny. Yes, in his company, and you know, he's, he's a very, uh, you know, sort of friendly, cheerful, sort of gregarious kind of guy. Absolutely. He seems has happy talking about his time at Chorley as any of yes. his other clubs, which yes. is which very much uh, appealed very to me. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, it is sad, and you know, uh, hopefully, you know, he's, he's got his best dress shorts back mm-hmm. from the dry cleaner for for the uh, for the uh, for the viewing, I guess. 
Yeah, I, I've. Uh, it is too soon. Like, like too left us too early, and uh, um, I, I, I feel like, I feel like in the throes of such a miserable, miserable time at TFC, um, it was easy to overlook the joy he brought. Um, uh, I cannot. I, I desperately was trying to remember his name without looking it up. Uh, most leaf, lethal left foot, left foot in the, in the world, or something. <laughs> that. Andrew Wiedemann. Andrew Wiedemann. Yeah. Jesus, yes. like, best finisher of the modern era. Thank he you. Brought us one was of the, yes. I was close. One of the best quotes ever. Mm. I, I was, but like, holy crap! Like, and he said it with a straight face. Like, I that's. I feel like if we were on the outside looking in, that would have been absolutely fall on your ass. Mm. But because it was Trump, seeing like fucking Wiedemann, really. Like, it's just like, that was not, <laughs> that was not the right thing to say. And that's a shame because like, if this team was half decent, he would have been an absolute fucking delight to have around. It's like, just like post-match quotes when shit goes south, who like, what's he going to say when things are great? What's he going to say? I, I, I feel like uh, to, to Duncan's point is that he, it was the wrong, wrong time. Oh yeah, like that, that situation was untenable, right? Like it was never going to be. That year was never going to be good, no matter yeah. what. It was just. I mean, to, remember the the, the twenty twelve town hall meetings. Yeah. <laughs> it was very combative, and yeah, good quotes. It was like it was talking delightful. about the young, the young players shitting themselves on the bench. Why would he put those guys in? Uh, <laughs> that's how you're going to talk about your team like, Eric, well, Eric okay. Avila Eric Avila getting done by the city yeah got too caught up mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah 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 and then the player uh, the, the the fan that wanted to fight the other fan he dares to he wanted to fight a fan didn't he yeah. well there was that too yeah anyway, <laughs> it, was, it was that that was my favorite town hall of all and uh yeah so um yeah it's uh Lot, a lot, there, there are there are lots of good memories. There are, and uh, everybody I know that knew him speaks so highly of him and uh, what a character he was. Like what a true character he was. So, um, you know, raise your glass to Paul. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on from that, uh, Josie Altador is back. That's right. He's back. Mm. Uh, all Josie Altador, uh, our our TFC missing blue, wandering DP, um, returned from exile. Now that Chris Armis is gone, um, Perez, Coach Javi, welcoming him with open arms. Welcome uh, back. Welcome back. <laughs> Twenty. Sorry, screw that one up. Thirty. Boy, love. Hi. Hi. So, yes. um, Josie returned to training with the team on Monday. Uh, He's going to be ready to go on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Obviously. Um, Mm. Although I haven't seen him in any pictures with the team since Monday. So, who knows? Mm. you know, interviews given, lots of lots of good sports cliching happening. Um, though the one interesting thing uh, out of all of it, other than you know, yeah, I've got we've got something to prove, and don't count us out, and don't want to burn my bridges, all these things. The one interesting thing, really, I think, out of all of it, 
because we still don't know what happened and I don't know if we ever will I, I hope someday we do um that someone finally spills the beans is that he said that he hadn't heard from the team in weeks and that Bill Manning called him and asked him to come back and then and then coach Havy called him and said, I really look forward to working with you, or I'd really like to get a chance to work with you, something like that. But then no one from the club had contacted him. But hasn't the club been saying that they've been like reaching out or they've been talking to his agent? Whether it's a bit of broken telephone, but it was it was just an interesting way to put it. And it makes it sound like, you know, he's just been waiting for the call and no one's calling, sort of thing. So I don't know. A little bit of a little bit of shade, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, as you, we're not going to know what's happened. I feel, you know, the one thing that I saw that even kind of hinted at what it was was uh, in somatic. Bill Manning was like saying, I guess, at the press conference that uh, yeah, you know, so when he after that game he got subbed off and you know, it was like something happened and you know the the technical staff just really weren't happy about it and then it just you know. So was that just Aramis or you know, the uh, sort of Javier Perez was part of the technical staff as a whole? Like, or, so, yeah, it's all very intriguing. But you know, presumably it was a bit of a a fight there. And like Josie insulted uh, some people's, well, just Chris Aramis's competence or what have you. Who knows? But uh, just, eh, okay. I, I would like to know exactly what was said, but. We probably never will. Oh yeah, no. It's, I I I feel like uh, I feel like if anything, um, I feel like friend of the show Josh Cloak is is uh, he's got the notebook out for the second second uh, the sequel to his his uh, first TFC book, and because um, this is this is a chapter. Mm. This, this oh yeah half season is a is a whole chapter onto chapter itself of, for of sure. What the hell and. Um, yeah, like to 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 ask the question, like you know, what was said, um, obviously leads to like what the what really the fuck happened? We're never gonna get an answer. Never ever gonna get an honest, clear answer. But from I anybody. want one. I know, but like, but the fact that the fact that nobody had reached out to him, and the president called him. Well, that's what, the question, what, right? What, like, like seriously, that's really what happened? Like, the, oh, that's bad. What fundamental collision took place such that he was exiled for so long? I presumably that's just the like, upper management deciding to back their coach, which yeah, you know, I, I think ideally, if there's some kind of like big thing going on there, you know, unless it's some particularly egregious nonsense, if it's just a straightforward disagreement and two stubborn people, I feel like you you would want your general manager, president, what have you, to be kind of standing behind the coach rather than an individual player. Well, with I'm not entirely with, sure I could fault the team for that per se. Without, oh yeah, I, I completely agree with that. It's more of just the utter radio silence like i can understand that we're going to back the coach no problem but to be adrift for so long without any kind of discussion is that's the part that kind of like has my eyes trying to fly out of my skull like like what that seems very incredibly bizarre uh for that to even be a situation 
So but again, like that could just be, you know, that's, that's also a bit of, that could be media management. Who knows? Right. Course. Again, we don't know. We don't know. So anyway, so he's back and, um, you know, there In is, yeah, probably. Um, the, the question is, is, is he enough when healthy, is he enough of a, uh, you know, a game changer to really elevate uh, this TFC state, this TFC side? Yes. Yes. I will say yes. Most of the time. Um, Cause we've, we've seen, we've seen Josie at his best. We've totally seen him at his worst and in the middle, it's still pretty good in the middle. He'll get you 10 goals. It's a lot of money for 10 goals, but he'll get you 10 goals. Um, if he plays to the level that we even, even part-time, even on a game to game basis where he's that mercurial bull in China shop, just running, running at defenders, holding the ball up, just drawing, even drawing defenders. Uh, that that's, that's massive because we don't have anybody like that right now. And the league kind of doesn't really have anybody like that right now. So that's, that's a tool set. We don't see all that often. Um, and, and if it, like I said, if, if he can be effective in any of those departments, even marginally, it would still be an improvement offensively than what we've seen over the course of this brand new season, even though it's 13 games in whatever the hell it is. Yeah. I think, I, I think he can definitely make a difference. Yeah. Agreed. I think it's probably a, a small one. I think, you know, if the team is kind of shit and not doing well and being played in a dumbass formation that doesn't really work for it, then is he on his own going to be able to make that difference? Like, no, but you know, if the team, it's, if it's kind of set up in the right way and you know, if Pizuelo is playing and Soteldo is playing and playing well and the, you know, the team as a whole is out there, then you know, he will be a, a good part of them. We'll make a difference. I feel, you know, he's a, if fit, he's, he's a better player than um, Ayoakinola. For example, so mm-hmm. I mean, it, it would be you know, helpful to have him in there ahead of Akinola, but um, you know, I think you know, the, the team as a whole has to be kind of like working, and then you know he can come in and give it a little extra for sure. But he's you know, if put him in you know put him in the middle of twenty twelve TFC and they'd still be shit. You know, put well, him in the middle yes, of twenty twenty one TFC as we did. They were still kind of shit. So he's not a, a miracle worker, but he will help. True. Well, we shall see. We shall see. So, yes, when he's back, who knows? He's been training on his own, but he's also been, you know, training hard uh, at Wembley. Um, not Wembley, mm. sorry, Wimbledon. Uh, watching uh, watching his, his lady. He's been uh, working his neck muscles, Kristen. Exactly. And he is going to be able to head that ball. <laughs> a lot of leg cranking out, good, yeah. good for the hamstring. Oh, good hamstring stretching while sitting in the stands, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's important uh, It's important work, so. Yeah. Well, speaking of being in the stands and being a fan, um, as of recording right this moment, though apparently still up in the air, because 
actual federal approval hasn't happened. So MLSE might be trying to pull one. I don't know. Um, apparently, for this Saturday's match against Orlando, there will be fans in the stands. Apparently, TFC have approval to play and to have fans. Now, you know, they've, they've done things. They've, they've sent out emails. There are notices happening. But it still seems like there's a chance it won't happen. So been refreshing Twitter a lot. Um, the last thing I saw was uh, from Sportsnet, just something about waiting on like this official government approval that has not quite happened yet. And um, government approval. Who needs to wait for that sort of thing? Government needs to get out of the way. Well, it's just, it's, 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 it's kind of funny. Um, you know, Bill Manning is saying one thing and then someone else is saying something else, of course. So if everything goes well, there will be 7,000 fans in the stands on Saturday. And that will be comprised of um, uh, health workers, frontline workers, um, and uh, season ticket holders who are entered into a draw. Um, if you're a season seat holder, you got an email from the club um, to, uh, to enter into this draw. Um, supporters groups also have their own draw um, as part of season seat holders as well. So anyway, uh, something like 1,200, 1,250 pairs of tickets, I think, are being allocated between that. And then next week for Wednesday's game against the energy drinks, um, the maximum allowed right now, uh, which will be 15,000, and they haven't um, determined how those tickets will be allocated at all yet. Everyone just watch your email, watch Toronto FC socials, etc. But again, you know, what an hour, two hours ago felt like a certainty is still up in the air. So by the time this podcast goes out, Mm-hmm. This all could be wrong. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It's part of the joy about podcasting about <laughs> TFC. Mm-hmm. Um, one When's thing, the game again? It's, it's like three days away from now? Yes. Uh, Saturday, mm-hmm. Saturday mm-hmm. evening. Yes, okay. 7.30. Good, it'll, good. It'll be great. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, so the one thing that hasn't been, I don't know if it's been publicly announced, but my understanding is, is that Emo Fields, maybe in conjunction, I don't know if it's in conjunction with MLSE, or TSC, but Emo Field is not requiring um, proof of vaccination for uh, fans coming in. I don't know about their workers. I don't know anything about that, but in terms of fans in the stands, that is currently not a requirement. So it seems, it seems to me personally that is the wrong way to go. Um, Lots of Lots of sports stadiums that we just watched for the last month required people to show their vaccination proof before they could come in um, and things like that. So anyway, it's whatever. There's lots of ramifications about it, but I think it would be personally, I think it'd be good if it was something that they implemented. We'll see what happens going forward. Who knows, right? This is all still very um, up in the air. 
yeah, again, it's, it's a whole thing, right? We're three days away, so logistics are probably difficult to figure out and impose Absolutely. and what have you nowadays. But yeah. yeah, you know, ideally, at least while it's restricted capacity, uh, you know, it's restricted to people who've actually had vaccinations and tried to do their bit to get society back to the point where we don't have to have restrictions anymore. Exactly. Like I have, I have my, like I have my vaccination record saved on my phone until I can get it laminated and put in a lanyard that I can wear around my neck, which mm. I gladly do. Um, but it's saved on my phone. Here, here you go. Want to see here, here. I'm very proud of it. Like I'm very proud of the fact that I, I, I've been vaccinated. I'm very you're, happy about it. You're, you're Garth in Wayne's world. I really am. Here, 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 <laughs> yeah. here, here, here. Yeah. I literally, not that anyone can see me. I just held out an imaginary lanyard and showed it around my living room, which yep. is ridiculous, but that's what I did. So uh, anyway. the, the audience you host in your living room is super quiet every week. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm really proud of them. Very I hope provide snacks. Of course, there's hummus and carrots. Come on. Um, they just chew very quietly. Do you throw the carrots at them? No, so we're a very well-behaved audience. They they okay. don't they don't good, do anything good. that deserves carrots to be thrown at them. Mm. Mm. All right, well, interesting. <laughs> well, speaking of Saturday, um, there is a match, probably at BMO Field, probably with fans in the stands. Um, they are playing Orlando. Yes, Orlando again. Who I know? Didn't we just play them? Probably. Um, but we are playing Orlando on Saturday at 7.30 here or elsewhere, but probably here. So um, Orlando, again, still one of the, one of the top teams in the league, Toronto, still one of the worst teams in the league, but you know, new, new coach bounce coach Havy and his magical website and notebook. Everything's going to be just, uh, going to be going to be magical it's going to be magical um so who knows what uh complemented players is available there's some players away for gold cup um jonathan Osorio and richie how do we say his last name now according to yeah apparently we don't say it that way anymore oh all right says who according to Wheels and Wheeler and Dunfield. That guy can't even get players' names straight with pronunciation, guys. I, I know. You know what? For now, for now, we'll just call him Richard the Red. It's fine. Um, it was La Yay or something. I can't remember. I, I like zoned out. I wasn't paying that much attention to them as they kept saying names. They went on like a five minute Theo last name tutorial. So, um, anyway. Hmm. So there's a couple of players missing. There's still a couple of players injured. Uh, we still don't know. We don't know who the other unvaccinated, uh, fully unvaccinated TFC player is other than Nick DeLeon. There's two apparently. Um, but it looks like most of the, the senior team, the expected starting 11, the usuals, have all been seen at training, at BMO Field, together, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So um, it doesn't look like any... Um, of those players are are part of this are are, are that other unvaccinated player. So, um, yes. 
It's a Saturday night, uh, week and a half off after, you know, triumphant glory under new coach Javi. Player to watch from uh, Orlando? Uh, I'm going to keep going with uh, Sylvester Van der Waal. Yeah, if he is your name. favorite. Yeah, I mean, I so again, I, I look at orlandocitysc.com, their official website, still has his date of birth listed as uh, February 26, 2021. <laughs> age zero. It's still fucking there. So I, I'm going to keep going with this bit. It's still not even one years old. It's very impressive. <laughs> oh, my I mean, God. That's the most magical thing ever. Yeah, yeah. So uh, him and, you know, Daryl DK. Because Barnsley. Yep. Mm. Marcus? Um, I'm going to go with Bear Jr. Um, <laughs> because uh, he is still, uh, the, still the best name out of anybody right now. Uh, that is uh, Urso Jr. Uh, for, for those those you don't know. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, the, the new listener, uh, you have to go Bear! Because if you translate Urso through Google Translate, you use it uh, Latin to English. It says bear with an exclamation point. (laughs) (laughs) Which is why it's bear and not bear. Because I don't want to disrespect the guy any further than what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. uh, He also scored last game, I believe, uh, which made it really unfortunate because I didn't pick bear because I forgot that he was on that team. Um, Yeah. All right. Is well, is Akin Daly with Canada, or is he? Uh, he's not. But I, I promised that I would not pick him mm. again the next match that we played Orlando. So he is not my player to watch. I'm instead going to pick their leading goal scorer, Almeida Takuna, um, and he'll be my player to watch this week because I promised. I would not pick Tesho again because he always scores when. So yeah. So you didn't want to pick the player that always scores. So I so picked the one who scored the most goals. I know. The, the, I... the most high-scoring player. Yes. Well I done, Tristan. I know. Well I... done. <laughs> say it made any sense at all. History's greatest monster. All right. Tons of um, evidence to support that. It's true. There is a mountain of evidence. There's, <laughs> there's, 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 there's many years of podcasts to, to show that. I'm sure. And when you, All and, right. And when she means many years, she's not talking about that. We've been doing this for seven years. Is that it would take you years to listen to them all? So because we don't do short episodes. <laughs> that too. All <laughs> right. Uh, predictions for this match. For nothing Toronto. Fuck yeah. Boyd, by being back home and the crowd and everything, they'll be unstoppable. Duncan, bringing the optimism today. I'm liking yes. this. I'm, 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 I'm going to have to take it down a notch. I'm going to say 4-1 Toronto. Mm. Yeah, it's not – it's bound to happen, but um, – yeah, and and uh, if I'm if I'm lucky, it's going to be Dwyer's fault because you know. <laughs> well, I'm going to be Debbie Downer here, and say three-one Toronto. Ooh. I know, I know, no faith whatsoever. I know, I know, I know. Why am I? Why do I mm. even do this? I obviously don't care. So who's it that uh, that you you were saying is your your player this high-scoring player? Because I'm looking at Orlando, and it, I get the impression that Nanny. Is the uh, he's got like six goals and what have you? Is is that his alternate name that you gave us? Or is it is. It, yes, I wanted to see if anyone would catch that. 
Yeah, okay. That's not, I, was like, I was like, anyone? No? No? Okay, good. I'll just go mm. on and pretend like this is a new player that no one's ever heard of. Yeah. We yeah, pay of attention course it's Maddie, good. Of course. Yes. yes. I know. Even worse I know. Than, yeah. I, I know. Ugh, I know. I am a monster. Than. You're right. I'm sorry. Yes. Please forgive me. As long as you can admit it, that's all we want <laughs> is a record. All right. Well, that is the end of our incredibly long three panelist show because we can't stop talking. Um, yeah, please join us uh, next week when we look back at two Canada matches, find out where TFC played and whether or not there were fans, and then look ahead to another TFC match, more Canada, Canada, the Olympics, all sorts of good things are coming. Um, I have been joined by uh, two of our three usual panelists that are not me god that was difficult and convoluted to say yes well i'm done. very sorry for that <laughs> all right to be found out there on the twitters at duncan d fletcher mr duncan fletcher six nil four nil woo it's gonna happen so weird so optimistic mm. i'm very confused uh, out on the tweet machine at KitNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinkley. I'd like to thank everybody for their continuous support via Patreon. We absolutely appreciate it. We still got shirts. They are on our Zazzle page. You can find that link on our website. And uh, um, if anybody happens to be going to Germany uh, in the next six months, um, I would like to try to circumvent a lot of shipping costs on shirts. So just, you know, think to think of me, just reach out. No rush now, no rush now, but you know, reach out. We'll see, we'll see what's up. We'll see what's up, okay? <sighs> so many goddamn <laughs> maybe, shirts. Maybe friend of the show, Joshua Cloak, you know, is, is gonna go visit some family or something. I don't know. Oh man. Gee. Oh man. Anyway, yeah, we'll find out. Um, as for me, you could tell hey, me. Uh, hey, we're we're gonna keep this gag going. Oh hey. Uh, so I thought it was a joke. I've been on mute for since the beginning. We're gonna start again, right? With me. Uh, Obviously. Uh, okay, uh, up, let's go up first, CanCon. <laughs> not. I'm not. First off, I'm not redoing the second one. I am not editing it this much. Uh, do, Tony, do you I even have a live from? Do you even have a live from? Live. What? Is, uh, lottery? Good. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Boys. Let's do the. Okay. Now, um, Kristen. Canada sir. score? Tony, Canada score. Win? Yes. Good. And? All right. Lose. Ah, okay. So. Uh, TFC, uh, England. Aw. Messi? Yeah. Huh? Messi. Good Messi? Enough. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Delightful. Mm. Fuck. TFC? Draw. Okay. Mm, safe. Throw to him. Uh, all right. this every week. Can I do this every week? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, they're off the Twitters at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walls. Hi. Fuck. As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at Kaza Knowles. I've been your host, Christian Knowles. Until next weekend, I get used to it. I was on mute.
Fagundes. Why yes. didn't anybody tell him he was on mute the whole time? Huh. Why did you just find it now? This isn't your first rodeo. It's not my fault. This time it isn't, Kristen. Oh, it actually is my. It actually is my first rodeo. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Are I, you with the Calgary Stampede? I was say, are you in Calgary? Yeehaw. Pony, pony boys, pony boys. Pony it's Tony boys. boys. Thank you. Tony boys. Tony boys. Tony boys. Giddy up. Yeah. Giddy up. Giddy up. Woo. My, My Tony, Tony boy. boy. I'm mute. Yes. Well, this made it all worth it. There you go.